Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie. For one last time, a podcast about BB25. Danielle, I just saw you like two days ago. I know, I know. (laughs) So recently. And yet here we are back on the internet where we belong. Yep. Yep. (laughs) This this is so much more comfortable than (laughs) having you in my house. (laughs) <laughs> we're back i finally watched the finale brett watched it early yesterday or no friday morning but i just yeah watched well it i have no night. idea what day it is but yeah no i so mean you came over to my place on thursday night we had planned up until a day before to watch the finale together as everyone remembers from our our fake out finale episode on thursday yeah. night and uh it was like you left at like what, what like nine o'clock, nine fifteen? On the dot, baby. I was tired. Yeah. I was tired. I was ready for bed. So I went to bed, but because I'm, you know, because I have the internal clock of like an infant, I was up at like five forty five and I was like, oh, I'll just I'll just watch the finale now. So I watched it and pretty you, early Friday morning. You texted me that you enjoyed it. Yeah. I actually I mean maybe I'm just a little bit uh, just colored by the the last like you know twenty thirty minutes of it, just because I think like once the kind of like voting is done and they bring everybody on stage and they ask questions and they reveal various secrets, I think that's always fun when yeah. everyone finds out that Jared was Cerie's son. When people when they had a whole people found out Bowie Jane that. was a yeah, <laughs> like that's just fun watching people be shocked. Yeah. And learn stuff is fun. I feel like they uh, had the celebrating and hugging had. is fun. Yeah. yeah, the package they had for the, that reveal, like everyone's reactions seemed much more over the top than what I remember <laughs> happening live. I was almost like, did they reshoot this? <laughs> because I felt like in the moment people weren't that sh- surprised. They were like, oh. But when you put them all together and you add like some fun little sizzle music to it, it did seem much more dramatic. It was fun, but also like I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I saw Kirsten. Kristen? Kirsten? Kiki. Be shocked. I saw Riley be shocked. I want to see the people in the jury be shocked. Like, show yeah. their damn faces. You know, like. Well, they must have been told beforehand, like, no? Like, didn't, did Sari just not tell anyone while she was in jury? No. I mean, I think, I it seemed like Felicia was completely shocked. It seems like Corey was completely shocked. Like they they both got really good lines where Corey was like, I like orchestrated Jared's exit. And then I thought uh-huh. I could work with Sari after that. Like Yeah. You know, and, and then Felicia even said, like, oh, I thought like how could I even break through that? Like, no wonder I couldn't break through the relationship you guys had. There was a moment when they were showing all of the like reveals where they showed all of the evicted non-jury members uh, and all of their individual reactions. And I was saying out loud, like, oh my God, what about poor Izzy? Is Izzy not going to have like a moment at all in this finale? Like she was such a great character. I felt so bad. I was like, they're just going to gloss over Izzy. But they did. They gave her her moment in the sun. They gave her a moment, but they give, I mean, they they give everybody one moment and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. see what Red had. Like, Red never said a fucking word. Oh, for yeah, Red didn't get a moment. He was in the house. <laughs> he, and it's like, oh, but it's like, oh, Kirsten's here. Kristen's here. Whatever her name is. She's here. Nicole what did you think about watching? From, I was <laughs> ready for Yeah, Nicole got the first question. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, she looked amazing. Julie just wanted to check her pulse, see if Nicole was alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but she was alive and well. She, I mean, 
Do you think they asked Nicole that question because they did? They, I'm sure they do like pre-interviews to catch up with our pre-jurors, see what they thought of the show. Do you think her answer led so perfectly to Cameron being America's favorite player that that's why they went with that question? What was her question? (laughs) The question was like, "What surprised you the most going back and watching it all?" And her answer was, "Cameron was like a hero. He's the hero of the season." Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that. I guess we had a little unexpected hashtag Brett was right. Yeah. Because you texted me that. I don't remember saying whatever I said, but. I thought you I mean, said I that, like, of, Cameron's going to be like the Cody. Yeah, and I so, think I did say that. I, I, I think I did say that. But, like, yeah, I mean, I think when any, I, I mean, if you want a recipe for being America's favorite house guest, future contestants, just, like not like anybody else on the show uh-huh. and actively work against every other house guest and kind of, and just do your own thing the most like oh, Nicole would have almost, if Nicole like played the game and did stuff, she w- and maybe lasted into jury and was like a bit more of an active player. She could have been America's favorite house guest in the same way because all of her DRs, whenever she got one, like once a week was like, man, I hate these people. These people suck. I need to like go in the storage room and like decompress. Like I think during the the course of the season, even the audience gets a little bit tired of the regular house guest shenanigans. So if there's one house guest who's like, these people are idiots, I want to ruin their lives or whatever, America's like, yeah, we love that person. And that's kind of what Cameron did, is what yeah. Cody did, obviously. <laughs> so America is a troll. America, the country, possibly also America, the person. Were you surprised that America and Corey were not in the top at all for America's favorite house guest? Yeah, well, you know, it speaks to speaks to us the 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 BB podcast for casuals. Yeah, that the BB super fans are not do not speak for all of this nation because (laughs) if you go by like the Joker's house guest rate rankings, which Surprise, surprise is probably not the most like accurate, you know, poll of uh, the nation's sentiment yeah. about Big Brother players. Like it would just I mean, let me let me pull it up right now. Like, let's see where we ended the season. Number one was. On the on the final day, the number one was Corey. Number two was America. Three was Suri. Four was Felicia. <laughs> Five was Kirsten. It is confirmed it is Kirsten. It's not Kristen. (laughs) Heisem, Cameron, Izzy, Nicole, Jag. Jag's at 10. Riley, Blue, Red, Matt, Bowie Jane. (laughs) Matt was pretty low. That's pretty crazy. Well, all three of them are surprisingly low. And that was the other, that's like the major thing I've noticed (laughs) from the, like, from seeing the reaction to the finale and then going and watching it myself two days later is like the outsized hatred for Matt Jag and especially Bowie Jane on the Twitter versus what I watched as a casual. Like I said this in our discord, but like the, the amount of vitriol directed at Bowie Jane for her perfectly normal, I would say like shockingly well-adjusted reactions and things that she said on the finale was insane. Like everyone, everyone 
who watches this show is a piece of shit, first of all. <laughs> and then secondly, everyone who watches this show is so, like, so hypocritical. And I know that, like, that's just who what humans are. But, like, Bowie Jane has got to be probably one of the nicest, most positive, well-adjusted people to ever be on Big Brother like the her her instant reaction and I truly think this was genuine. I don't think this was her putting on airs. I think she was genuinely okay with it. Genuinely happy for Jag and Matt. She had a little inside joke line about like did joining the mafia help you on your way or whatever. People are trying to make that into a bigger thing than it was. I just think it was very stupid. I want to call out okay, Maddie Ruppel in the live chat says, "Is Bowie Jane an anti-hero?" How? How is Bowie Jane like Walter white like Bowie Jane is like the most hero hero of all time I think she's, she's a turning all of you into Walter White yes you're exactly. all going to like bomb a, a meth dispensary or something like that she's just living her life she's a sweetie pie I think I think she's fabulous I as I was watching her I was like wow you know what she really does look 35 I always felt this I think it was rude as hell the way people were like oh she's got to be 45 no she's actually looks great even Julie said she has great she looks great yes she friend? does look good she does look good but also it was amazing too the way the reveal of that happened it's like Felicia uh you have a uh, reveal of your own or, or it's like, or uh, Bowie Jane, you have another reveal of your own uh, aside from your uh, career that Felicia would like to ask you about basically insinuating, which was true. I mean, like Bowie can go on and watch the feeds now, like the last 10 weeks, anytime Felicia was not in the same room as Bowie Jane, she was like, that yeah, yeah, fucking bitch, she's 50, she's 50 years old, she's old as me, I got grandkids. <laughs> she was just like talking shit about what, like, what an old bag Bowie Jane was. <laughs> I love old bag. Old bag's my favorite. Um, I know, like everyone... I I, I I don't know what it is about Bowie Jane. I am. Uh, Philip G says I'm doing product placement for LaCroix. It's true. And then I do want to call out Kevin M. Combs in the chat said, if the online fandom doesn't rally around one house guest, such as Devon, Tiffany, or Taylor, then the South's favorite will win. It's true. You got to watch out for the South. They come in. Kevin M. Combs is like the guy on MSNBC with the with the khakis and the whiteboard <laughs> yeah, and the, the touchscreen. <laughs> What's that guy's name? I forgot his name. Yeah. But anyways, Kevin M. He's Combs really is, our, is our electoral is our electoral correspondent for Hey Julie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at the facts, the data poll as it rolls in the polls. Um, yeah, I just like oh, yeah, it really the, honestly bothered me. In the Detroit suburbs right now, suburban moms <laughs> believe Tiffany is the America's favorite. The favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it bothered me reading about and then seeing like uh like you know the ne the next day or even today seeing tweets trying to make Bowie Jane's answer like question to them about the mafia into like a meme. It's not a meme. People are trying way it too is hard. A meme. No, it's it not. Is you can't decide what is there. Like, you can't decide what is there. We have the Steve Kornacki. Oh, hey, Julie. I can't, I can't remember her names anymore. I'm that like, guy is so cute. you know, the Beatles, Paul, <laughs> Steve, John, Elliot. I don't know. Um, 
Uh, what the fuck was I talking about? God damn it, Steve about Kornacki. How I don't get to decide. What's no, you a don't meme. get to decide what a meme is. A meme is an infectious disease. It's a virus of the mind. You can't control it. it. Is a virus if everyone of the says mind. it, it becomes true. But this, this, okay. I agree with everything you said about Bowie Jane. She's also cringe. No, she's not. How do I know she's cringe? Because she's like forty-five years old. Of course, she's cringe. We're cringe. We're we're ten years when we older were than together, her. When Brett and I were together, at one point in person, Brett turned to me and said, "You're 40. <laughs> <laughs> when? And I've when? been mad about it since. When? <laughs> when? Near proof. I wasn't recording. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you shouldn't. That doesn't make California her is a two-party consent state. It's a recording. That doesn't make her cringe. She's lovely. I'm just like, if this is our, if this is our freaking donkey of the season that everyone's just gonna agree to dunk on, I don't, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. She's so sweet. I think she's, gr- I think she's a great. Do- I, I am so happy about. Bowie Jane, Philip G in the chat. Bowie Jane was the plate cleansing Vegemite <laughs> Matrix Queen. The BB Universe didn't know it needed. I'm putting you this on Twitter. She's gonna wear the. She wore the Matrix costume yeah. on finale. She's she's a bit self aware. She's a bit unself aware. Now, Daniel, so I know for a, I know for about everything. I know for a fact that you did not watch the Tuesday night episode. No, I didn't. I. Hardly did. I scrubbed through it. I watched any content that was new. I even though a lot of it was like flashbacks of like stuff. Three quarters, f- four fifths of it were flashbacks to like funny moments from the feeds that like they never aired, which is fine. I'm done with these people. But there was a new moment where the final three received videos from home, and Jag got a video from his sister and his future brother-in-law. Matt got a video from his mom and Bowie Jane got a video from her parents. And I think this is the most informative things that was aired on this entire season because (laughs) it's like her her parents, first of all, are like super old because she's 45 (laughs) and they're just like these old They're You can just tell from this video that they are incredibly wealthy and okay. Well, yeah. I I didn't watch the episode, but I watched the finale, and just that shot of them in the audience, I was like, "Oh, Bowie Jane's oh. parents are rich." <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and they're just like, they're just like very well dressed and put together, and they're just mm-hmm. like whatever the Australian version is of like the upper crust New England, New York, you know, yeah. kind of like wealthy waspy parents look like, like. Uh, uh, like wedding crashers, you know, like they're at kind of like this like upper crust, like New England family estate yeah. or something like that. And they're just like, Mary, we've missed you terribly. <laughs> However, we've just got back from being on vacation for three <laughs> weeks and we're only catching up with the show now. It's like, <laughs> you're on like in the Mediterranean for three yeah. weeks, like just not even watching the show. And it's like, they're this yachting. is where Bowie comes from. Bowie, I, I like, she, I mean, she's we're like we're never gonna stop mentioning Bowie Jane on this show. She's like Is that super why memorable. People she, turned because she's rich. I think I don't think Bowie's like for better or worse, whatever. Like I don't think Bowie's like a person who like has like heard no a lot in her life. Like <laughs> she, <laughs> I think she probably comes from a lot of money. She owns a house in L.A. 
Izzy She's called her out for barista that. Barista specializing in tax fraud. She's gonna catch you. That's the one. That's the one thing against her. I think is she sounds like a narc. And it's like she, it's like okay, she got into law school. She passed, and it's like oh, you know what? I'm not interested in law school. I'm gonna be a DJ. I'm gonna sing. Like there's all these videos of her like these various musical projects. Not that like she can't have one, but like she clearly has enough money to like kind of like self produce all these musical projects that yeah. she's like trying to get off the ground. Around her, there's one where she's it's like kind of like a folksy sort of thing, and she's like, well, you know, maybe the folksy thing doesn't work. Maybe I'm gonna be a Matrix DJ. Like, or pop star, yeah, 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 yeah. So it that was really illuminating. And that moment, though, to go back to the the mafia thing, she, I think she was so entertaining this year because she was not really fully aware of what was going on, and it was great to watch someone kind of just like slipping back asswards, like very prominently through this game, literally to the final three, possibly even to the final two. If I was in the end, if I was Jag, I would have sent Matt's ass to the floor. Go sit out there with Felicia. I'm taking Bowie Jane to the end. Give me that 750K. You say it's, that. It was funny to watch. It's funny. Well, I don't have I don't have any emotion or friends. I would, Danielle, if we <laughs> were in the, the end, it was you, me, and Bowie Jane. Yeah. I would send your ass to Germany. No, you wouldn't. I, no, you I, wouldn't. A tear would go down. I would, I, it would be an amazing moment. It would be an amazing <laughs> moment because I would no, stand up wouldn't. there on live television. I would feel incredibly bad about it. I would cry. I would give an amazing, completely emotional, I would give an emotional speech, a emotionally resonant and present speech that CBS wishes they had moments like that on that show as I was like, as I would like cry and be like, Danielle, I value our friendship so much, but I have to do this because I have to win this game and I cannot do that with you sitting next to me. And I know you'll understand that more than anyone else. Because you think Get in out a that jury door. vote, you think in a jury vote, people would vote for me over you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's not even about well, that. Even if I was there's like- There's only one way to e find out. <laughs> Casa's on Big Brother. <laughs> But I just know that there would be more people who would vote for me over Bowie Jane. That's all. That's all. It's not even about you versus me. It's about who I, know, I think I'm going to get the most jury votes again. Maybe that's how you feel about me, Brett. But if you were cast on the show and you made a best friend on the show, a best bro, a bruh, who you went through thick and thin together and you made that a new, a net new, fresh best friend on the show, no. who's your bruh, you would not send your bruh home. I would absolutely. No, you wouldn't. I would absolutely. That's what makes me a shark. That's <laughs> yeah. what makes me Philip too good to be on any of these shows. Philip G. They in the wishes chat they they wish they right. could cast me on the show. I I would I would send my like literally if I were Jared, I would kick my mother's ass to the curb. <laughs> on I would send my mother home on at, at final three. I don't care to win the. I, it, the point the point of being there is to win the game. And I know that's like the I know that's like the special sauce of this game and Survivor in a way where it's like there's the there's the uh, like the the point of the game which is to win the game, 
But the thing that you cannot measure is the human emotion part of it. And people have to make emotional and personal decisions on top of logical decisions and how those things mix and bleed and create (laughs) messy outcomes that we do not expect. That was great. That's why we watch the show and not why we just like hit a random simulation. And you're like, oh, we can just simulate the season five times or a hundred times or whatever. I would be ruthless. I don't think that you are being truthful. And I'd like to call out Philip G in the chat's question, which you conveniently tried to ignore, which is Brett trying to act ruthless. We know you're a ride or die for Danny. Also, I think there's a flaw in what you're saying. I think if we're at final three, you, me, and some other person and Big Brother, I don't think you would have it to cut me. I just don't think you would. I think You you don't know me. I think what you would do is you would throw it so that the other person would cut me. That would be your strategy because you couldn't do it yourself. You couldn't do it yourself. Now ask me if I could do it to you. (laughs) Danielle, if it's you, me, and Bowie Jane, and Frankie Grande at the end. (laughs) Well, no. Make it someone else. Frankie Grande is not good. we're, We're doing this as if it were Bowie Jane, someone who like... You know, here's the thing with Bowie Jane. We can keep using her as an example. They said this in the episode. If she won, I mean, she didn't win the final HOH, but if she won that, she would have had four HOHs, the most in the season. That's like kind of, a, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, we've been talking about Bowie Jane for a half hour. It, it, she won a lot of competitions and she played a very particular way that people at home and people in the game didn't quite respect, but she like had her thesis of how she wanted to play the game. She wanted to play a super honest game with people who she really trusted. And once you burned her, she was out on you and she wouldn't recalibrate. That's how she did it. Anyways, if you got to the end with Bowie, it was you, me, and someone who kind of clearly would not win the game. What would you do? And you were the final HOH. I think I would keep you but the reason I would do that is because I think I would win against you. <laughs> um, and if anyone in the if chat gets wrong, two, feel free yeah. to weigh in. Feel okay. free to weigh in. It's, it's unbelievable. Some- no, yes. it's unbelievable that everyone thinks I'm a total softy for Danny. But that <laughs> Danny was, Danny's a ruthless killer. Well, no one said that. Only I'm saying that. Oh, okay. No one else has said that. <laughs> so well, Philip G here. says that I'm a rider. I'm a Danny rider die. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I I like you a lot. You're one of my best friends. But, See, and as one of my best friends, I think you would understand why I cut your ass. Do you think I would win America's Favorite? I mean, is Cameron on the season? Is the Space Cowboy on the season? <laughs> yeah, shit. What does Steve Kornacki say? I would definitely What's, lose yeah. to Cameron. Let's, um, let's check in with the uh, Maricopa County, see where see what the votes are coming in. Let's also check in with the very forced, like we called this last week when we were talking about it, the like Big Brother producers are desperate for Riley and Matt to get together. <laughs> they are desperate. They are pushing a pro-Riley and Matt agenda that I'm just still not convinced that the audience needed or wanted. But, like, a lot of time was dedicated to this. Not only did Riley have, like, a very long speech to Matt, and I felt like Matt was sort of like, okay, great. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> like, save it. Because this was, like, before they voted, I think. 
they gave Riley a chance. It was like, after the vote. Well, it was after they voted. They voted kind of they early. Revealed. Like they voted. There's like 30 minutes, and then they're like, "We're just gonna chat some stuff out, and we'll reveal stuff later." So all that stuff happened happened after the vote, but before the reveal. Oh yeah, exactly. So they're probably so Matt's not thinking about getting with Riley. He's thinking about if he's winning or not. He's in his Olympic mindset. Did I win or not? Did I time out or not? But so Riley rambles on. And then later in the episode, Julie's like, maybe you may have lost Matt, but maybe you got a girlfriend. It's like, why are we pushing this? Yeah, that was weird, too. It's like, how are we like you guys haven't done anything like you guys have not seen each other for 10 weeks. Like she sent you a letter that like the BB producers wrote and they're like, sign this. Like, <laughs> how are we official? How are we how are we putting labels on this now? How why are you letting Julie put labels on this? I date people for four months and it's like, oh, you know, let's not let's not let's move things too fast. <laughs> too fast. Let's keep too our fast. options open here. Let's keep our I'm only in my mid to late, late 30s here. Let's not put any labels on anything. Let's uh, check in with Philip G. Is Brett applying for next season? I'm sensing an audition reel coming on. I am not applying for Big Brother. However, if they want to reach out to me, I'll have a I'll have a discussion. The answer is probably going to be no. Yeah, it's they a long have, time. Maybe I'm in Reindeer Games. Who do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be Cameron? Yeah, I, yeah, Cameron seems available. Because I'm telling you right now, Sari and Felicia, like the camera was on them as they announced that it was going to be one of them. Just by their facial expressions, they were like, not it. Like neither of them wanted to do it. You could tell. They were like, Who? I want to go home. Felicia and Sari. Oh, no, they're done. They're they're done. They're adults. They're like adults. I mean, like I don't want to see like, their grandchildren. They Yeah, they have kids. They have grandchildren. They have like jobs and stuff. Yeah. Felicia's got to go sell somehow. She's got to go push some square footage. I mean, I have to say, seeing her in her real estate, like, blazer pantsuit with those fabulous glasses, oh. I was like, with I will buy whatever. glasses? <laughs> yes, yeah. I will buy whatever turtle, she's turtle. selling. She looked amazing. <laughs> Surreal looked amazing, too. America's dress, I, I think she looked beautiful. I think there was a rip in it. <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose. I, there was oh, a very high talking. rip. Mm. Mm. Blue is wearing gloves. <laughs> it's like she does. Blue. <laughs> this Blue is just and Bowie Jane, are, Blue and Bowie Jane are like super cringe. And like everyone who is like everyone who thinks that like Bowie Jane is cringe and all that stuff, but doesn't think that same way about Blue, I apologize. Like the loudest that's ages in the world. That's ages. No, that's ages. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's nationalist. You hate Australians. Yeah. Um, yeah, who is it going to be? I don't know. Are we going to um, watch Reindeer <laughs> Games and record about it, Brett? It sounds like so, it's going to lack every single part of Big Brother that we actually enjoy and only have the parts we don't like. The Yeah, basically. I know it's, I mean, what it seems, by the way, we have not spoken about Jag once this episode. Just fantastic. What's there to from, say? I mean, I did like his final speech, actually. I thought his final speech was we'll fabulous. Come, yeah. I guess we'll come back to Jag. Uh, we'll talk about reindeer games. Um, from all, by all accounts, it's, it, there was some release or maybe it was not a release, but it was like a rumor or something like that. I retweeted from the Hey Julie account. Like it's like three comps an episode. And then like, they kind of like, it's oops, all comps. It's just the comps. I can't imagine hearing three times an episode, five times an episode for 
10 weeks or three weeks or whatever. So I walk into the backyard and it's a winter wonderland. All of them are going to be winter wonderland themed. Yeah. It's Christmas themed. Like how many times are they going to like explain? Wow. So Santa wants me to put the candy canes inside of the candy hole and like, Shut up. The, the competitions are so unbelievably bad. They are the worst part of the show, and they're going to make it the entirety of the new show. And I, it's funny because I hate like our the former house guests on social media. I don't follow any of them. Uh-huh. The only one I do follow is Andy Heron because he's like actually funny and talk like, like a real a human too, being. I, he was a lot he, of the like Bowie Jane hateration that I saw. So he that kind of soured he, me a little bit. Yeah, he's not right. He's far from being right about everything. But like he, you know, but he picks his corners and he commits, he commits to the bit, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate as a fellow performer. Um, But he, he tweeted that like he had, he and like many of his contacts have not been like contacted about his buds, BB reindeer games or whatever, which would lead him to believe that it might be more like a celebrity focused thing. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a mix of like a few BB legends and like Jerry O'Connell and like, Jerry a, and, and some, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like a mix of like a mix of like reality stars and a mix of maybe a cup, a few BB legends. And like, you know, who like, is there like no, a show on Jerry CBS? O'Connell. Yeah. Yeah. Is there so, a show oh on CBS coming up? Wait, wait, Speaking before we fully come off of Bowie Jane, did you get like after after the show ended, it was like, yeah, say uh, next season, watch Big Brother Reindeer Games, but also NCIS Sydney. Bowie I've been Jane's talking about NCIS. I've been mentioning NCIS Sydney for like five weeks straight. I know you don't watch you the haven't. episodes. So I have. <laughs> I've mentioned I've name dropped NCIS Sydney a half dozen I times. You were making the, it up. It was real. It was I watched real. the commercials. I'm about to watch fucking seven hours straight real. of football on CBS. I'm going to see so many fucking ads for NCIS Sydney. I thought that you were making a Brett funny. No, I was a real it was a real thing. It's okay, here's oh, this reminds me of my favorite show, R.I.P. East New York. Whenever they have <laughs> a new show that takes place in any location, in the tr- in the in the promo for the first episode, they need to have. Well, I guess it would be in the pilot as well. They need to have a person saying "Welcome to this location." Yeah, because as as we all remember from the pilot of East New York, Jimmy Smith goes, welcome to East New York. <laughs> they, and it's like, the, welcome to the, the OC, pr- bitch. <laughs> yeah. In the promo for NCIS Sydney, someone's like, welcome to Australia. <laughs> and it's like, we know it says Sydney, like in there, like, like every scene of the show is in front of the opera house for some reason. Like, I don't know. People might it's, not know. It looks like the most formulaic bullshit ever made. I think they should That's get why I won't be on CBS. That's why I won't be on CBS because when I win the HOH comp, that's like you and three your house guests to have get to have a movie night and you get to watch the premiere of NCIS Dublin, and I'm be like, I'm good. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. So, oh, uh, Brett, can you come in DR and do a little like uh, read about like uh, how much you enjoyed watching NCIS Dublin? Uh, no. Or like, yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah, go in, right. but I was just going to say it's like it. formulaic bullshit. Like, it's just procedural crap. Like, watch You're anything. So- just like watch your phone instead of watching it. Like, go watch. That's not true. Go on. 
Go on Amazon Prime, go on free VTV and watch Mad Men with ads. If you want to watch something, go on HBO Max and watch The Sopranos. <laughs> Brett, you would fold like a napkin. You would be Mr. The Company Man. They'd say, get Brett in here. He'll deliver I'd be like these lines three. I'd, hit, I'd stand up. I hit my mark. I'd be yeah. like, exorcist believer? Why? There's two girls in that. That means there's double the scares. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, we sort of passed it, but like, when we were talking about Big Brother Reindeer Games and how there's going to be so many competitions and how they're all going to say the same thing, which we hate that they say every episode anyway, did you not think it was a little bit cute in the season finale of Big Brother when Jag and Matt did Rock, Paper, Scissors and Jag was like, so my strategy for Rock, Paper, didn't you think that was a little cute? That was funny. That yeah. was funny, but it's like... The fact that they did that and Matt and Jag was like, oh, everybody knows the rule. Like, that was so canned. In a way, yeah. it was smart, but in a way, it was, like, emblematic of the problem. Well, it was them nodding to say, that was honestly directly, that was directed at us, you and me. They said, we know. There was another moment like that because in the, in the like, zipline part two where they had to put the, the names of the competitions in the right order. Bowie goes, so my strategy for this is to put the names of the competitions in the right universe and then put them in the right order. It's like, that's not the strategy. That's the goal of the competition. <laughs> that's that's what, what you, you need yeah. to do to win it. That's like, so my yeah. strategy with running this race, the hundred meters is to run faster than the other people and get a time lower than the other 10 people running the 100 meter race, whatever. Whatever. Well, uh, Philip G in the chat says, Brett would literally be recording the audio version of God First if BB asked. Father, Son, and Holy Gucci. I agree. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Get get Michelle Williams. She's out there doing audiobooks. Uh, yeah, that's what I hear. And I apparently have access because I have Spotify Premium. Um, what else about the finale? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Jack a little bit. Jack. Jack. Okay. <laughs> I thought Jack's um, speech was so good. I thought it was so good. And I think they all. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, keep going. So I'm showing excitement and exclamation. I, I, thought they, I thought they all like really appreciated it because we say we compared Jag to Paul a little bit just in terms of like they first both weren't at first good at the game. Then they like learned their way. And then it wasn't just, it wasn't just the competition wins for Jag. He was strategically like the one sort of making the decisions and, and uh, yeah, doing the kills, getting the kill shots. And he wasn't shy about like admitting it. And that's where he was different from Paul. Paul was always very like, oh, so sorry to see you go. Like he never took full credit slash took full, um, I don't even know what the other word is, but like Jag did. Jag accountability. Said, yeah, accountability. Jag's like, I'm bathing in all of your blood. It was great. It was a fun last speech. Oh, I'm like, my blood is, your blood, all of your blood is on my hands. My hands are covered in your blood. Yeah. I mean, I, Matt, I, I watched that. And uh, I remember I said, this is a hashtag where it was the wrong moment. I said mm -hmm. on our, on our non-BB finale finale pod two nights ago, three nights ago, I said, I think Matt's going to win. I think this jury is a little bit like anti-jag, anti Felicia. And maybe I was just skewed by how vocal Felicia was in, in her jury segments. Um, that She kept saying, Jag made a $750, $750K mistake. We can talk about the Felicia and Suri votes 
separately. I just believe that to maybe be more of the broader sentiment uh, that like Matt was just such a nice guy and everyone just really liked Matt and they just wanted to give him the money. Um, and maybe they were going to hold the fact that Jag was voted out against him. So I, I was wrong. But so when Jag kept Matt, I was like, wow, he he did. He made the Cody mistake. He, he kept someone that he shouldn't have kept and he's going to get second place. And then the speeches and questions came around and I was like, oh no, poor Matt. I, I imagine Matt is like a recruit um, just because like when it got around to that thing, he was like, he was stunned and he did not really know what to say. And he had, he really had like nothing to defend at all. Yeah. And it's like, Matt was your biggest move in the game. My biggest move in the game was saving Jag. It's like, well, he's sitting right there. Yeah. So <laughs> don't talk about how good he was and yeah. like, all you did to keep him safe. Like talk about yourself. And he just... You know, he didn't really have anything to say about anything that he did because objectively he didn't. Jag was orchestrating him the entire time to get out Sarit, to get out every single person, basically. Matt was kind of on board for it. And the fact that he kind of, Matt, just from a, Matt just kind of would talk and he kind of would ramble, couldn't really defend anything. And then he would kind of just lose theme and just be like, and, um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like kind of how he ended every question or like every, every speech. It's like he wasn't, it, yeah, it wasn't decisive. And Jag was, and Jag was decisive. Jag had thought about every single move and what, even if he was over exaggerating how he played a hand in that move. And it was, it was concise. And I was like, Matt just got the floor white with himself or Jag woke, like, woke the floor, <clears throat> mopped the floor with him. Yeah. But what can people expect from Matt? Like Matt would have to do a complete personality like surgery to be able to answer those questions and have a speech that was con like more, con not even conniving. I don't think is the right word, but more like, that's just not his person. He's a surfer bro or swimming bro. Like, that's just who he is. He was never going to be able to answer those questions. Like, suddenly he takes the mask off and, oh, this whole time I've been a mastermind villain who can perfectly, articulately explain my entire game. That was never going to be him. So, yeah. It's I, like, no, I agree. I agree that that would have been even more surprising. That would have been nuts. Like, maybe I would have voted for him. If, I know. That, I mean, yeah. That. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I... I think he just needed to make like, like, what did you do? I mean, he he didn't really defend anything he did other than like he won one secret competition to keep Jag in the game, and he won a couple HOHs late in the game, and he won and he won the two you know double eviction vetoes. He he didn't really do much. He, he I think he just needed to lean more into make not that this would have won, but he needed to lean more into his own argument, which is like. I'm not Jag. I didn't do the maneuvering that Jag did. But I mean, I think Matt was on the right track of being like, I was the social player. I was the person who all of you felt super comfortable with, even though I was with Jag the entire time plotting your demise. I was lying. He just needed to lean more into the fact of like how he might, you know, lean into like, I'm this golden boy. I'm a magnetic personality. All of you felt so comfortable with me that you didn't know that I was euthanizing you at the moment <laughs> i was sticking you with the needle and you couldn't even feel it like yeah i think that was kind of on the right track but he 
he didn't fully embrace that. And half of his arguments were just stuff supporting what Jag did. And it was just like, oh, more compelling that, okay, well, it sounds like Jag did that. So I think there, there probably could have, you know, if anyone could make an argument, he should have hired the tax fraud lawyer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder what her speech should have been like. We got a question from Maddie Ruffle in the chat. Off, yeah. Legitimate question. Where does Jag rank among winners for each of you guys? I mean, the final speech really did win me over. It really brought him up a few notches in my estimation. I do think ultimately, ultimately, this is a kind of forgettable season, especially compared to last season. I just... Like last season was a top, maybe a top five for me in terms of enjoyment watching and like great winner, historic, like Taylor won the game and also won America's favorite player. It had great characters. Like this one started so strong and had some great characters, but like, I don't know, it just petered out towards the end. It wasn't as compelling towards the end. So I don't think he's like, I put that to the winner. I don't think he's like, super high but i don't think he's super low i think he's like in the middle it's middle yeah very middle i don't it know wasn't there's like the there's 25 winners i can't like remember i don't know like i don't know, I think he's better than cody like yeah <laughs> you know yeah more interesting like, than cody for sure you know it's like and you have a bunch and you have some weirdo winners too it's like josh martinez was like such an interesting win and like like you wouldn't call that like a kind of like Jag was kind of like a puppet master light, you know, mm-hmm. like he did a lot of that stuff, but also he was very dominant in physical competitions. And then you have other people who play more social games. You have people who play like these really emotional games and they're like, their strong emotions is what moves other players to do their bidding or fear nominating them. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, even Taylor last year was a really interesting scenario where she was the target the first half of the season. People were constantly going after her. And this group of people saw this and said, we should bring her into our into our group and we should have an alliance with her. And we need to protect her because she's being so unfairly treated by the other house guests. And they it was almost like they maybe felt bad for her at the start. And they were doing the right thing of standing up for her. But then they kept her around and she won some competitions and she won an HOH here or there and doing stuff. And all of a sudden it's the end of the game. And it's like this person who kind of almost had a very low status at the beginning. I mean, same way to Jag. Jag was a, a target very a, a lot in the early third of this game. All of a sudden yeah. it's like, oh, well, she's there at the end. And I, again, we talked about like I, I kind of can't even name the other people who were in the <laughs> in the final three last year with Monty Taylor. and Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all of a sudden she's there at the end. It's like she's a freight train. You can't stop her now. So yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's a hard, it's hard to say because especially because like all the, the play styles of the different winners are, are so different. Yeah. But yeah, I would agree that it's like a very middle like I'm not mad about it. I'm not. No, that was the thing. This I think is the completely thi- this deserving. Is- yeah, the entire last few weeks, my thing has just been like, sure. <laughs> like, I'm not mad about it. I'm not like, this sucks. I'm just like, yeah, sounds good. Whatever. Um, and I agree with you. Overall, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good finale. I liked seeing the people. Um, I really liked Nicole's dress. I thought she, or it was like a pantsuit. I thought she looked great. Um, I thought it was well done. 
of the final three, I think he's very much the most deserving of that final three. And it's like, yeah. well, if Cameron got to if Cameron got to the end or if Corey got to the end, um, you know, if Sarir, Fel- I, I think Sarir Felicia would have been amazing winners as well. Fel- I think, I mean, man, if Felicia got to final three, I think like talk, like I think she actually had a really strong case despite the lack of competition wins like because she has that full underdog thing of like i was on the block every week and i like survived it's like the survivor case you know (laughs) like i think we we, i think we would have had a number of i think if like five or six different people won this series this season you'd be like that's pretty good and same reaction to the one we're having to jag if matt won you'd be like all right i don't know up against jag i i don't i don't know but like, if Corey won, if Cameron won, if Felicia won, if Sari won, is Izzy won, they'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah. yeah, pretty, pretty good." Yeah, yeah, um, I loved it. I, that gets me to, uh, did you? How did you feel about the fact that Sari and Felicia were the only two dissenting votes? I was going to ask you the same question. I Because I was like, are they bitter? Or do they just re- both really love Matt? It was so hard to say. Um, I think that, and they they both sort of named it to being like, they were loyal. Like, loyal to a fault. Um, they promised that this was what Not they were going to do. Not to Bowie Jane. <laughs> Not to buy my bitches. Not to Red. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, it was hard for me to, I think they did it. With the knowledge that Jag was going to win anyway. So it was like just a matter of like keeping their word, but like showing their loyalty as well. So it was like, it wasn't, it didn't bother me. I think it was just them. Yeah. Wanting to, wanting to keep their promise with the knowledge that it wasn't really going to do anything. Really? But that's, that's half the votes you need to win. You know, you only needed four with a seven person jury. I think well, you and I were talking. You and I were talking on Thursday night before we watched the finale because <laughs> we didn't watch it Thursday. We were talking that we were like kind of doing some like jury math in our heads together where we were like, okay, well, we think like you and I were like, okay, if it's Matt and Jag final two, you and I were both like, yeah, I think Cameron would definitely vote for Jag. I think Corey would vote for Jag. We're just thinking about like the most kind of game minded and objective players yeah. in the game would, would, just on on their face, just looking at the two resumes and like what happened, would vote for Jag. And you and I said, oh yeah, well, Corey, Cameron, and Sari would definitely vote for Jag in that situation because these are kind of like the most seasoned and analytical and objective like reality show minds versus right. like as great as America is, like, I don't know. She's a bit of a wild card sometimes. Yeah. Like, um, so I was really surprised when Sari, of all people, who has been on Survivor four times or something like that, she won the House of Villains or the Traitors, the, the Scallywags, the Scampers. Or, yeah, the, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was a bit. I was. A, I don't know. I'm not disappointed. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not like losing sleep over it. But um, I, I don't know. I. You felt it was bitter. I felt it was better. Granted, she had a really, really close connection to Matt. Um, and maybe Sir, and to a lesser extent, um, Felicia as well. Um, Sari was really close to Matt. And maybe she wanted to throw her vote that way. But it was just, it was just weird when it was like, it was quite obvious who deserved to win, especially after the speeches, the performance in the competitions, the performance in the questions and, and final speech. 
like what what show were you watching? What show were yeah. you watching? And so like whatever, like they have their reasons for it. So I was I was like slightly disappointed. I was I was kind of just surprised. I kind of like expected Suri, who's like brought in as this like as this like reality show expert basically Mm -hmm. to like cast a vote for who deserves to win and not just like who is her best friend like yeah you can have best like you and me we can have best friends forever but i would cut your ass you think so you think so but you and all the listeners know (laughs) that that's not true (laughs) i was total softy yeah um wait do we have any questions or comments that we need to read out to get get um, to no, let me go in the discord oh someone um, asked Mastiel asked if i would try out for big brother canada and my answer was like no i would never because i already have a grill i would never listen you guys have to understand 750 usd is like almost a million canadian so yes i would do american big brother Canadian Big Brother. How much is it? A hundred k. It's like fee. It's like fifty or a hundred k. Which and, I don't know the and, taxes. I forget fifty or a hundred. That's a big difference. <laughs> and it's well, still like yeah, but, long. but they're still too low. <laughs> yeah, it's too low. It's too low. I just would not give up my life to do that. And that's just how. Like no, it's a hundred k Canadian. It's a hundred k Canadian. Yeah. Triple it, then talk to me. You know, like you still can't afford a down payment on a house if you win that in Toronto. No. So no thank you. But I would do I would do US for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna like upend my life. Like I feel like I'm an okay person mm-hmm. sometimes. I mean, that's what therapy is for. I'm working on it. I think you're an okay person. I'm afraid of, like, I just don't want to be, like, I just don't want to, like, be canceled because, like, yeah. I, like, said one thing on the freaking, like, just the way that all of the, all of these people, Jag is objectively a great person. He's a great guy. He, Bowie like, James loves too. his family. That's what I'm saying about loves his community. <laughs> fights for his, he wants to represent his community in the best possible way. He wants to put a positive light on his religion and his community. Like, literally, all this guy wants to do is, like, be a good guy and, like, be friends with people and shatter expectations about how he appears and how he and his religion and his family appear in the eyes of, you know, let's face it, a mostly white and Christian nation, right? So, like, Mm. what a great guy. What an amazing story. And even half the fucking Big Brother fans like, oh, fuck, Jack. He sucks. He's, oh, he, we, you know, we need an America to win this season or whatever. Like, people hate him. People are hating on him. So, and I'm not nearly as likable as Jack, frankly. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'd almost rather be on Survivor where I would actually be hospitalized. Like, I would be Brandon or whatever. Like, I literally would faint. I would absolutely faint on Survivor within like two days. Yeah. I can't go three hours without having a pretzel. So um, I don't know. I don't wouldn't I wouldn't do it. And I would certainly not apply. Okay. I need um, to be cast, but I don't think they're casting like BB podcasters on the show. No. Because like every fucking BB podcaster wants to be on the show and none of them have ever been. Like that's not the kind of super fan that they want on the show. They want no. like a super fan with a real job. Yeah, exactly. Um if you jump for joy in the discord said, if you are locked in a room and have to pick, would you watch buddy games or reindeer games? So are we watching reindeer games and talking about it? 
or should we talk oh, about that? That's after a the decision. Podcast? That's a decision we can make. That's a decision okay. we can make as adults afterwards. Um, um, we got a comment on Twitter from Skepany, good hair person. Big Brother Twenty Five has finally ended. My long, long nightmare is over at last. It's a <laughs> Hey Julie. BB miracle. And then Chelsea Quinn wants to know, how much do you think they're paying Frankie Ronde to do these sketches? Um, Why, yeah, they had to end with another sketch. Do you remember that's how the season began? I, yeah. I had it forgotten. Was, it was, yeah, it was a brutal reminder. I don't know, like, I don't know, like 20K. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. That's yeah, for like, like a two days day work. Of, yeah, I don't it's know. Less than a, it's less than a day, I think, probably. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I don't know if they shot the both of them back to back or if they like shot they did. one of them. Yeah, they must have. But did they know in August they were doing reindeer games, or did like you know like while they were doing while they were doing the like you know hours long like BBHOH, uh, you know, thing? Did they yeah. you know put them in lockdown or whatever and just quickly shoot the other thing inside of the house? Good call. I don't know. I don't know actually. I'm a producer. That's how I think about things. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't know. Are we going to watch? I don't know. Like, if it's just going we'll, to, I think we'll, I think we'll probably give a, like an episode or two a try. But if it's yeah, like, we can't commit to the incredibly whole dumb. If it's incredibly dumb and just competitions, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Like, yeah. And there's other the things thing to, to talk watch. about is the human interaction and the like social maneuvering and just, like social chess of the show, not about like, who like knocked down the most like presents off the tree? Like who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, there's other things to watch. The curse just premiered, and you know I Ooh, watched the first tonight, episode. Yeah. I'm watching. That. Um, yeah. Gilded Age is on with my zaddy. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, morning show is ending. But there's yeah. more. There's stuff to watch. So yeah, it's we're gonna have to figure it out. We'll see. Any final thoughts about? I'm pulling my Julie Chen. <laughs> Any final thoughts about this season, Brett? It was fine. It was fine. I yeah. I think we got a lot of great. I think we got a lot of great characters this season, and there are many years where we don't. I think That's so true. We got. I think we got a lot of really good characters this season. I mean, happy trails to the queen, Felicia. Like, can yeah. we just also say again, like, Felicia was incredible casting. She, she was, was amazing, and. I think she was being honest when she said a couple episodes ago, I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah. I, I, got, I got stuff to do. Like, <laughs> she was amazing. There's like a reason to cast more olds on this show. She was fucking incredible. And, you know, I, within within a mustard seed of getting to the final three, and if you, you got to the final three, who knows? Like, I, I, Suri, was, Suri was wonderful. Like, there were a bunch of people who were like, Great, this like you know, not to mention like <laughs> Izzy and Heisen were like incredible, and they were barely his on the laugh. damn show. I just missed his laugh. <laughs> I don't think it's the, the end we've seen of of Heisen. No, Izzy's I think they Izzy's loved like, him. Izzy's playing in the, the New American Philharmonic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's on Radio City. Um, yeah, the Rockettes season just started, so she's there. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I'm really glad about the people we got, especially like. We kind of got like an older cast with like just some genuine weirdos and and, yeah. and beautiful souls in there rather than people. like 10 hot people. Like if it was all Matt's and Riley's, like yeah. where we, we do get seasons where it's like a bunch of like hot blonde people 
That sucks. Yeah. So yeah, it's boring. I'm glad we didn't get that. I think Jag is, I think out of the way the season struck out, Jag is a very deserving winner. Um, and fucking, Bo- fucking Bowie Jane. That's a perfect fucking Bowie Jane. I love her. <laughs> Do not call me a Bowie Jane denier. I'm a fucking Bowie Jane truther. We are yeah. we are like the last BB pod to defend Bowie Jane. I'm not saying she's perfect. I'm not saying yeah. she was like even great at Big Brother, but <laughs> she seems like a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> she is a lady, ma'am. She is a ma'am for I'm sure. A ma'am. Like, <laughs> You're 40, as I, yeah. as I apparently yeah, told up. you multiple times. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening, for spending the season with us. We had a great time. Um, we will still pod about something at some point. Uh, Survivor is still to... on. We have not oh, mentioned yeah, the last episode. <laughs> we'll, 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 we have not been giving Survivor enough love the last couple of weeks, but I'm I'm sure next week we'll like really dive in on Survivor. It's movie yeah. season. It's Oscar season. I went to the movies. Yeah. Some guys got mad at me for shushing them. It's like, well, how about don't talk, bro? Like, <laughs> wow. I, I'm a shusher. I'm a shusher <laughs> in the theater. See, they want, they got to cast Brett because they'll get they got confrontational. They <laughs> <laughs> I'm in well, the thank theater. you all. I'm in the theater and like someone hands me my key. Like, you got my big brother. I'm like, shush. You're in a movie theater. You can go literally anywhere else in the world right now and talk and be on your phone. Why are you here? Why did you pay $17 to be here? Oh, I got on Big Brother, my key, yay. (laughs) (laughs) If you feel like you still have thoughts to share with us and questions, you can always reach out. Hey, Julie BB on Twitter. You can email us. Hey, Julie, bigbrother at gmail.com. And you can join our Discord, which I don't know what we're going to talk about now, but you know, I have faith and we have such good emojis. The Discord is great. People it ask is. all sorts of it's stupid so questions. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's the best place to be if you're a B, if you're a Hey Julie stan. Yeah, we can talk about other things. It doesn't have to be Big Brother and Survivor. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Danny, thank you for a great BB25. Thank it was you, great Brett. potting with you twice yeah. this week, seeing you in person. I know, I know. And just remember, I would vote you out. I'm going to let you think that. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Julie. (laughs) All right. Bye, Julie.